2: welcome back to star wars escape pod i'm your host josh we've got a friend of mine as a guest today his name's dan he's here to chat all about star wars pinball vr it came out april 29th, 2021 published by zen studios it's 28.99 on steam and oculus that's canadian dollars 33.49 on psvr 6 out of 10 on Steam, 80% VR focus, 80% Metacritic. Currently, the 22nd best game of the year on Metacritic. So, uh, uh, the newest Star Wars VR experience we're here to chat about today. And uh, we'll get into that with Dan.
0: happy landing.
1: For an entire generation, gamers have experienced Star Wars Pinball the only way it's been possible, on an HD screen. But just wait till you play in VR. Now, in virtual reality, Pinball returns to a galaxy far, far away in a way you've never experienced before with full 360 immersion, including mini-games, a customizable fan cave, and a few new surprises. On April 29th, Zen Studios and Lucasfilm Games invite you to welcome back your favorite digital pinball tables. Star Wars, episodes four, five, Six, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, Masters of the Force, and Star Wars Rebels. Also introducing classic collectibles and The Mandalorian. Star Wars Pinball VR, play it again for the first time. All right, Dan, welcome
2: to Star Wars Escape Pod. Your friend of mine uh, for, we've been friends for quite a while now, a couple of years and uh, you know, we work together and everything like that. And uh, you know, it's, uh, you're a longtime Star Wars fan, but uh, it would be nice if, uh, for everyone listening to just get a sense of who you are, if you wanted to briefly talk about your fandom, maybe the first Star Wars movie that you saw in the theater and just what that experience was like and You know, how you became a Star Wars fan, pretty much.
0: Sure. Um, My name is Dan. Um, I'm friends with Josh. Uh, We work together. And I've been a Star Wars fan ever since I was a little kid. The very first movie that I recall seeing in a theater was Star Wars A New Hope. I was like, let's see, when did it come out? 76. I was born in 74 or 77. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just, you know, a couple years old. Um, Yeah, that's young. It gave me nightmares. I had nightmares of the cantina. (laughs) Like... (laughs) But loved it. Um, I have fond memories of standing in long, like two-hour, four-hour lines for *Empire Strikes Back* and *Return of the Jedi*. My dad actually picked me up from school early so that we could go wait in line for hours to see *Return of the Jedi*. Oh man! So it's a lot of fun memories of, of the original trilogy, and then I, you know, I
2: just grew up watching all of it. And- wow! Yeah, that's uh, that's that's crazy. That's that's a really young age to go see. Yeah. Um, a movie like that. <laughs> I don't know. You know, um, you know, when Star Wars came out, nobody really
0: had any idea what it was.
2: Like, it just kind of right. yeah, everybody just, away. Yeah, it was just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just this phenomenon. Um, And, and it, you know, this is back in like a time in which people had to line up and get their tickets and stuff like that. Do you have any vague memory as to standing in a super long lineup or did you just go to one of those first showings that you just got in and then oh no it was
0: hours in line like
2: oh it was um, okay yeah
0: like you know not like when a Phantom Menace came out and people waited like weeks um (laughs) camping out and stuff oh yeah but like you know it's like four I think four hours was the longest and that was for um, Empire Strikes Back and that's crazy. You know, it's just everybody hanging out, having talking to each other, geeking yeah. out. It was it was actually a lot of fun.
2: It's a, it's a different it's a different world now. <laughs> like people people just buy their tickets online. People, you know, it. I mean, I I do it too. I I love buying my tickets online, and you know, you get pick the best seat in the house kind of thing, and it's yours. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I I lived through a time still of which that that wasn't a thing, and you know, it's only. I don't know, it's been within the last 10, 12 years that that's really been like a popular thing to do is buying your tickets online. You have VIP, ABX, you know, all the different perks that you can add on and uh, all done with your your smartphone, your app, whatever. It's a different world, right? Like Kids like, these days don't know how hard it was in the trenches. <laughs> yeah, waiting outside, you know, in your tent, you know, you got the fast food. Pizza, running, you know, get someone to run across the street to the gas station, picking up stuff for your snack break or whatever. Um, yeah, it doesn't like, happen anymore.
0: <laughs> you know, I grew up in the era like is Kenner toys, like you know, like it's it funny that you were just going over the um, Ewok TV shows. Like I grew yeah. up watching those and the cartoons, Ewoks and Droids cartoons. And
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we had very
0: little Star Wars in between those years in between.
2: Very, yeah, oh yeah, very little Star Wars. You know, and actually. Um, uh blake on the on the show he uh he was saying to me that uh his theory at least as to why uh, a lot of people of that original trilogy kind of generation just hate ewoks so much is because you were so overly exposed to it all the time you know (laughs) you had like the live action movies you had the animated show you had all these books that just had ewoks in them like was it a little over over the top like with all the ewoks all the time
0: it's i never i was young enough when return of jedi came out that i never hated the ewoks but yeah like I, I see where like it was just we all wanted the continuation of the story and like it was just all these like little side things like like no like okay we get r2d2 and c3po but we want like to see like the big battles Star like darth vader and luke and leia and yeah yeah and, yeah we didn't get any of that for not until um force awakens like really
2: right Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, I, you know, and I guess, uh, I guess, you know, if you were to pick any kind of favorite movie from the franchise and includes spinoffs and everything like that, would it be safe to say that your favorite one is Empire Strikes Back?
0: Um, it's it's really close. It's probably Empire, but I also love
2: Rogue One. Oh, OK. All right. Yeah. You know, that one has generated a lot of respect. Um, I would say it's safe to being. The most respected Star Wars film that Disney's done yet, uh, yeah. you know, out of the the five or whatever that they've got on their their list, and,
0: and it just ties beautifully into the original trilogy at the end there. Yeah, just-
2: yeah, it does. It does. It, it does such a good job, and like I, I, um, I, I know that Episode Four these days is such a uh, as far as even even compared to Empire Strikes Back, it's still a much slower paced film, um, but working on such a smaller budget, you know, and and it's so impressive that managed to even become a success. And uh, Rogue One just plays so nicely into that movie in a way that it just almost enhances the, the, the viewing conditions, if you know what I mean? Like I, it's almost like Rogue One makes a new hope better. In a yeah. Way. It, d- it doesn't
0: take away. It adds yeah. to it. Like,
2: yeah, it adds to it. Yeah.
0: It's really hard to do for a
2: prequel. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, and th- that was, I think, a lot of the complaints that, um, you know, I, I mean, especially like you know, your your generation of fan would 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 probably have about the actual prequels, you know, that came out was was that just like oh well, this wasn't was what I was expecting, uh, you know, and and then it just kind of is a letdown, right? I think anyone, if you get any kind of movie, that's just not what anyone's expecting. That it can be. Fan,
0: fan expectations, especially Star Wars fans, is really hard to navigate. Like, oh yeah, you're never yeah, going to yeah. please everybody. <laughs>
2: oh, never, never. There's always going to be the uh, the likes and the dislikes and and all that. And you but, know,
0: you know, it, it, to me, that's the beauty of Star Wars. It, it it appeals to so many different people in different ways. There's yeah, there's so much material out there. All the fans could pick and choose what they like, and what they don't like, and just ignore what you don't like.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, totally. It's it's you know it's easy to do, right? And it's like at this day and age with with all these interweaving stories, it's it's really hard to uh, uh, to miss out on 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 some things. But there's still it's just like if you don't like, you don't like it, you know. Uh, but I, what I really like is what they're doing with a lot of these newer novels for this new era that they're building with the High Republic. They're putting out a junior novel, a young adult novel, and a an adult novel, as well as two different types of comic book series. And these five different things are all telling a a story with different characters that all happen at the same time. And some of the chapters are like staggered between the books and everything like that. But you can pick one, read it, and enjoy it for what it is. But then if you read all of them, it's just like you just get this like larger scale picture. And I think that's that's a, like really defines Star Wars super well because like you can kind of pick your pick your pieces as you like them. But then the more that you consume, it's just like you just get this greater picture of like what this saga is like trying to tell as a story, which I've always found so fascinating. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So anyway, uh, you know, you've been a Star Wars fan a long time and everything. <laughs> so to have this uh, to have this VR experience with. Um, with pinball now i feel like star wars is like the only franchise that is putting as much time and effort into making vr experiences as there is i mean now there's like this is the fifth or the fifth one on oculus and it's been been great how they've
0: embraced vr like especially uh, ilm
2: uh labs yeah yeah ILM X labs i mean they've got the vader immortal trilogy the the tales from galaxy's edge and uh, and now it's uh, well, this isn't actually right. X-Labs, but it's impressive still, uh, you know, pinball, Star Wars pinball VR. And then if you count the little Steam experiences that were for free, there was like that droids de- bay, uh, uh, depot or the bay depot was for Last Jedi. It was like a little experience, like a freebie thing. And then there was also the trials on Tatooine. Right. And, and then let's uh, not
0: forget uh, squadrons and...
2: Uh, oh, right. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Star Wars squadrons. Was it Battlefront? Yeah. Uh, and that yeah, little um, mini right yeah that was uh, exclusive for vr on playstation that was the battlefront with the battlefront ed- edition and then uh yeah and then star wars squadrons was was vr totally uh so yeah there's there's a lot of like star wars effort in this in the vr market space and uh i don't know i feel like not that many people actually at least star wars fans don't really fully take advantage of it um uh, <laughs> i know many star wars fans that don't have vr headsets yet it's still yeah. a very small niche of gaming but uh you know
0: I feel like I should uh, maybe go into my pinball history now. Like, I, oh,
2: dude, go for it!
0: I, yeah. I grew up uh, with arcades was a thing when I was a kid, and uh, loved uh, playing pinball because pinball you get a lot of bang for your buck. You put in a couple quarters, and you could, if you're good at pinball, you could play for a long time. Yeah, um, and then I went from that to Space Cadet was a free pinball game on Windows, like one of the early Windows on your computer, and then I played um, Star Wars pinball, was made by Zen Games. Mm-hmm. Um, and they made a bunch of iPad apps um, that I used to play, um, which is basically like the Star Wars pinball, but it's on a flat screen. So getting a chance yeah. to try Star Wars pinball, like, you know, it's just a completely different experience.
2: Right. Yeah. Actually, speaking of which, uh, you know, to to bring up the digital pinball stuff. Th- so this studio that made Star Wars pinball VR has been making those, those exact the apps that you played uh, mm-hmm. were, uh, I think, done by the exact same studio, and uh, they've been making them for a while, and they've done pretty well with the virtual pinball market. Like they've done Marvel ones, they've done, you know, everything across the board. There's a Back to the Future one, even, and uh, and stuff. But uh, I think this is actually the second VR one that they've done. The first one being some of their own original tables. It was like Pinball FX Two or something. And this is like the second one that they've done for VR and stuff. So there's like, there's a lot of stuff in this game to talk about. And, but I mean, like you're, like you said, like you've got a lot of pinball experience because I feel like pinball playing like the physical machines, they're just not as common for people to play with these days. Whereas back in your day of youth, arcades were quite a common thing to go and burn some time, right? Oh yeah. Like physical arcades and stuff. You just go and... Bring your sack of quarters and and you know there must have been some pinball machines around there, right? Um, it's not as common anymore, you know. Like it's just like
0: yeah, an it's obsolete. Some you know, bowling alleys, uh, maybe Vegas. Like yeah, you don't you don't see a lot yeah. of a lot of arcades anymore.
2: Yeah, especially not up here. I mean, you know, in the city that we live, in, it's just like it's very. Uh, I don't know. At least I don't know any arcades that have good <laughs> pinball machines, that's for sure. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, very cool that you get to do this like virtually now in the headset and everything. And um, so, what? yeah, what, what are some things that you like, liked about this? Because, you know, compared to a real table, there's going to be things that are both cool and even better at times. But then there's also going to be the, you know, it's a new game, there's glitches, obviously there's things they need to fix. There's things that we probably want In this game going forward and everything but um let's just start off with like the things you like about it and then i'll tell you about the things i like about it too
0: okay um for me um the biggest thing is like you start off right when you load the game you're in what they call the fan cave you're like in this like i guess a house um with a lot of shelves and everything and it's all decorated like star wars um which for anybody has video watching this podcast like looks like your bedroom, <laughs> like yeah. a lot of, a lot of star Wars toys. Um, you know, so that's cool. Like you're immersed in this like experience besides just the playing a pinball game. Um, and you can unlock stuff by playing the games to decorate your, your fan cave, which is really cool. Um, mm-hmm. and like, I like the fact that you can walk around the table. Like when I used to play the Zen games on the iPad, you know, it's a flat screen. You can like move it around, but, when you, with the VR, you can get really up close to it and like try to figure out like, oh, if I hit the ball here, this is what's what's you know something I want to try to try to do and yeah, yeah, try to figure out different strategies and
2: how would you say the because yeah, I, I mean I love the fan game. I thought it was great. It's you know it's an amazing idea. Really cool space. Um, I thought the physics of the tables was really well done. Like you know for a video game, I don't. I'm not taken out of the game really in unless something goes wrong and and normally i've i've never had a problem with the physics of that ball you know bouncing around or anything yeah it
0: it never felt like it was doing something it shouldn't be doing and yeah one thing i was impressed by i I didn't know how the controllers would work we both played it on the quest 2 i believe yep um and you using your hand controllers and like the flipper is actually pretty accurate like how hard you press the button the flipper reacts pretty um yeah pretty realistically to it and I felt like I was able to get the ball to do pretty much anything I wanted it to do. Like there was no lag. Um, yeah. Yeah. You could yeah, even bump it, the table and have like the, the ball shift a little bit and which right. I haven't mastered yet, but I know you could do it.
2: Yeah I've, I, yeah. I've done it a few times. If the ball is just kind of teetering around the edge of going behind the, yeah. you know, down the chute kind of thing to, to the, to the pit below. But, um, <laughs> excuse me. I, uh, I have played around with that. It's pretty cool. If you do it too many times, though, the the, the whole table will freeze up, and uh, it'll penalize you by letting a ball kind of die on you first. Um, It's called a tilt. You tilt the table. Yeah, yeah, table gets tilted, that's for sure. (laughs) Uh, And then uh, um,
0: I like that there's a leaderboard. You you can go to one of the walls. Um, It's over by the kitchen, and you could look at the scores. And um, one thing I like – is competing like there's times i look and your score's higher than me i'm like oh damn it okay i gotta try to beat his score and <laughs> yeah that's uh, there's another game in vr that i do this with my other friends that uh, beat saber but with those that one i get notifications saying like oh so and so just beat your score i yeah this one doesn't do it or i haven't figured out how to turn it on because i like getting like little nudges like oh hey josh just beat your score on the empire strikes back pinball table like you got to jump in and
2: yeah that's a good point actually i wish I wish the, the 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 pinging of your scores was just a little more that must be all on their, their server side or something like that you know yeah. but uh yeah, that's a great idea like I, I would love if they did that too because I love going in there and I'll just go i'll'll I'll turn on the game this is what I've been doing the last couple of days at least. Because you and I are the only people that have this game right now. So like the only competition that I've got is your scores, <laughs> right? So I just open up the the fan cave and I, and I turn over towards the kitchen. And it goes straight towards the kitchen, turn on that TV. And immediately I just start going through all the different tables. And I'm like, okay, I go from classic to arcade just to compare the scores. And I'm like, okay. I'm still on top, still on top, still on top. Okay, I'll do this one. And then I then I go right to the table and start working at a higher score or something like that. It's it's, it's pretty fun though. I mean, you know, it's some, it keeps me, honestly, like you give me a reason to keep playing this game. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I'll,
0: I'll, I'll, I'll log in. I'm like, okay, last time I checked, I was higher. And i like, wait, he doubled my score. How did he do that? <laughs> like,
2: Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, you're just like crushing me on this classic collectibles table right now. I got to say like that, that one I'm, I'm very impressed about because uh, I could not for the life of me figure out how to get these action figures out of their, their little boxes. I mean, I've done it like by accident twice. And I, yeah. I, mean, I never figured it out. How I know did. how to
0: get them out. I just don't know how to get them. Like I, I haven't figured that part out yet.
2: Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. It's There's other there's other tables that are a little more simple, which I, I'm always just aiming the ball for wherever the lights are flashing and you know, it's a little easier to read, but that one's quite complicated. There's a lot of stuff – in there it's very busy looking yeah. the classic collectibles
0: one um so yeah i'm really impressed with the the range of tables so for anybody who hasn't played it it goes through all the movies um all the original mo- the trilogy and then have the there's a rogue one table a mandalorian mm-hmm. um rebels and and then there's like one that's like the masters of the force which just kind of combines the prequels and yeah um
2: yeah, but like they're, they're the heroes and villains kind of thing. Yeah, and, and they're all like, and
0: they're all like have lots of different um, play mechanics to them. Like some have like double flippers, like yeah, half, like mid court. Some have like um, they have a lot of interactive stuff that pops out. And sometimes I find it. It took me a while to get used to the game because sometimes there's too much visual. Like you get right. distracted by stuff flying around on the outside of the table, and then sometimes the scores popping up kind of blocks the ball. Sometimes like ah, uh, but. Yeah. Because yeah. it is VR, you can move your head around, try to, like, get a better view.
2: Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's And, you know, speaking of – oh, actually, I, I was meaning to ask you about this. Do you ever find – because for anyone listening who hasn't watched the trailer about this game whatever, I encourage you first to watch this trailer. But um, I find sometimes that these lifelike characters that can stand next to the tables and stuff, sometimes they can just be a little distracting, you know? <laughs> Like just a little bit, uh, you know, if, if I'm if they do something and then I look and then boom, the ball just went down the shoot. And the, I think this happened more when I first got the game and now I'm just kind of tuning it out. But uh, but yeah, I, I found it a little a little distracting when I had these death troopers shooting at my face. And- it's almost
0: like <laughs> sitting in an arcade and having somebody stand and you're right in your peripheral watching you right. play the game but they're like not staring at the game they're staring right at you and you're
2: yeah like, yeah it's distracting it's like somebody's watching me you look over <laughs> it's krennic it's like dude get out of my face <laughs> i kind of almost wish
0: that they had multiplayer where like me and you could be in the same fan cave and the other person just like we take turns and the other oh, person could yeah, just like yeah. watch you play and then they hop on after you lose the ball and then they play and like
2: I got a few things about things that, yeah, I got a few things on the wish list here. The last thing I actually want to say about what I really like about this fan cave, though, is that they've added a jukebox in here filled with John Williams music and music across the the saga and the shows and everything like that. I really like that. Like I really yeah. like that they took attention to that detail and they actually they chose very strategic songs, you know, Like I found that they chose a lot of the fan favorites. Mm-hmm. The main theme slash opening opening sequence to Revenge of the Sith is regarded as one of the best John Williams main crawls and opening sequences of music in all the films. And that's the one that they always launch the game with. And and then they've chosen like a couple couple others from uh from Empire and and uh Mandalorian and and stuff, and there's a giant list of like 20 something odd tracks so i want to say yeah. or maybe a little more and it's it's cool like like sometimes you know if the music dies off i'll go over to the jukebox and throw another one on And uh I, you know i kind of wish that you'd be able to do a little more with that like maybe mm-hmm. have it on a loop or set a cue or maybe choose which one you want to play when you go right into the or even letting the, you do uh,
0: a playlist like select a group of songs to play in order yeah. and then
2: yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, but then I was racking my brain. I was like, and then I was coming up with a list of things that that you know, things like that you mentioned with multiplayer. I mean, I think a multiplayer lounge would be an amazing idea. Like, I would love to be in the same place as like you in virtual space, and and I think to make that work, they would also possibly want to have all these tables spread out around the room. Mm-hmm. and then even have like the upstairs of the building like more space to like roam around the the fan house or something like that and and have all these tables just accessible in different areas and you can go over to someone playing and actually like watch them play on the table and yeah you know that would be that would be a really cool add on and then i wish the you could also
0: table. um in the fan cave you unlock these decorations a lot of them are like statues and stuff yeah I wish you could pick them up and just like look you know yeah. hold them in your hand look look around it and
2: yeah they're kind of they're kind of locked in place right now like when you unlock these things, you just choose them to go on the shelf, but you can't pick these up like the the lightsaber hilts and everything like that you can't inspect them or anything yeah. like that. It's just like you just kind of go up and look around and that's it uh, and I think that's where a lot more collaboration with ILM x labs could benefit them a lot because there's a few polishing ideas like that that it just it, it's like it seems like an easy thing that they could do and they just haven't done it yet and i think it's just because they're a little limited as to what they've done before with pinball effects to vr and yeah. they're just kind of restricted a little bit but but yeah i mean like in in the vader immortal with the lightsaber dojo or whatever like they, they have tons of models for these lightsaber hilts. like it would it'd be very easy to work with them and just implement that system somehow and, and so you can pick things up off the shelf kind of like Oculus home or whatever, mm-hmm. like the legacy the legacy home. And that'd be really cool. If you could just pick things up, put them where you want it, and even just add shelving where you want it and just a little more of that customizable vibe to it would be really cool.
0: That that would also benefit if they do add multiplayer. You'd be like, hey come over, check out what I did to my fan cave and like Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah.
2: Yeah. Every every fan cave would be different, right?
0: Did you know Um, about the thing above the – so above the table, there's um, rebels on one side and force on the other?
2: Yeah, you want to explain that? Yeah.
0: So when when you start the game, they ask you which side do you want to be on, the the dark side or the light side, and you choose. And then based on how well the players for each side does, they add more ships floating from the – like they're dangling from the ceiling – but yeah. um, the armies grow based on how well each and it's side a, is doing. It's
2: a global thing too. Yeah. Like all the players around the world playing on the lights side or dark side contribute to how many ships are are above your your table, kind of thing. Uh, which I thought was a really cool idea. I was like that's awesome. Like I would like to see some sort of meter with like a global, like an actual score of like these yeah. are the tallied up points of like this side and that side or whatever. Uh, but I mean, to have this representation of other people out there people you've never seen before playing this game and contributing to that in your fan cave is like so cool like i I like that a lot that's really good thinking um but uh the one thing i thought it could need is uh this fan cave tv that i've got in the fan cave is kind of like it's kind of like the main menu screen if you you know so to speak Mm -hmm. and i always thought that that would be a cool if they implemented it that is if they had like web support you could just go to disney plus and start playing a movie on that or or uh, even like launch your own spotify and start playing your own playlist in there i thought that was a pretty neat thing to implement because i was playing top golf which is like this golfing simulator and they have uh, built-in web support on these giant TVs around this like driving range kind of thing and you can just put on whatever you want up there and it and it works like that's cool. Well. Yeah, it's it's really cool. And and it also furthermore it works with multiplayer. Like they there's a special way to you have to go to a website in the in their side on the app and and go to a special address, type in a code and it'll like link up their media player with yours kind of thing. So, I thought like that would be a really neat idea to also make this like a multiplayer function to this game. But um I don't know. What, what else can you think of that you'd like in this? Um, so, okay, my
0: cons list. Uh, I kind of went over most of it. There's little things like um, there's this mode where you can go inside the, the pinball game. And that's kind of like very jarring when you go oh, inside yeah. and then you come back out. And sometimes the camera is like... Not yeah. centered correctly, and then you're like panicking, trying to recenter the camera before your yeah ball the orientation. It's a glitch.
2: Like the orientation yeah. changes when you tilt your head in a different direction after the the load the timer starts counting yeah. down after you set the yeah. It's a it's a weird. They just gotta knock out that that entire camera. It's so useless. <laughs> it's they just the, gotta take it out.
0: The the other thing is, um, in between balls, your hands when you're playing the game, your hands are. Attach your virtual hands are attached to the side of the pinball game, like you're if you're really playing it. But yeah. then once the ball sinks, your hands go back to floating above the table until you launch the ball again. Then they teleport mm-hmm. back to the side. So it's like, I don't know why they do that. Like, it's kind of jarring.
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah. Cause honestly, it's a little confusing when they just pop right up in front of your face again. And yeah, yeah. And then the, yeah.
0: the other big thing is, I, I do full local motion where you you walk around the room using the the joysticks, but the, the some people yeah yeah some people teleport because of motion sickness and the teleporting yeah. is very like I don't know if they fixed it since launch, but it was very buggy. It's like-
2: pretty janky because I use that and it's not very good. Like it, like I, the Steam Home VR way better teleportation. Uh, even the Oculus Home one not bad. Like it's yeah. it's better than what what's in this game. I think what they've tried to do in this game is they've added a way that you can teleport somewhere and then also change your orientation by changing the angle of your, like where you're facing. Okay, It's an interesting thing I've never seen in a teleportation system before in VR, but that's what they've done. And it's not bad. I just wish it was a little more smooth and graphically pleasing to look at because just like seeing this, thing pop up and it just doesn't look as nice as other things i've seen
0: one thing i do give them credit for those if you look at the reviews on the in the oculus store they respond like a lot to people leaving comments which i think is great and they say like oh thank you for your feedback and we'll work on this and yeah even even if they're not doing it they make it seem like they are which is kind of you know
2: yeah at least acknowledging it right yeah yeah, definitely. They're they're acknowledging it for a newly launched app, which you know I can appreciate. Like, I hope that this game gets a, a lo- enough support that it just keeps going as far as like additional features goes and and fixes and all this stuff. One thing I would really love to see is more anti aliasing because I find yes. that the tables can be very difficult to see the text or the detailing on some things the it's further away, away you
0: are if you, if you get close it looks beautiful but yeah there's a, there's a sweet spot and if you're yeah they, they definitely need to fix the resolution on it um, yeah
2: is that and there's another thing is like i find whenever i'm playing a table there's a lot of there's a lot of complaints online getting neck cramps and stuff like that because you're always looking down right i would love to see them implement a Travel mode or something like an a special mode where you can look at a table from any sort of angle, even if you're lying on the couch, you can just see it from like a bird's eye view or something like that. I mean, it kind of takes you out of that life-like immersion, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like it's VR, like it it should be better than real life, right? <laughs> like, yeah. like, I, like I would like to see that implemented.
0: There's there's another game which I know you haven't played yet, but it's called Demio, which is like tabletop. Um, Dungeons and Dragons basically. And they, oh, yeah, they yeah. have that feature where you could tilt the table as high as you want. So that way, if you're laying oh, on your okay. back, you could be playing it like,
2: right. Yeah. Um, well, there you go. That's, that's like already like right away is like somebody thought of it. Yeah. Right, and and what
0: that, what that game does is cause you're playing this D and D game in the basement and it has surrounding area around you. But as soon as you tilt the table, the surrounding area goes black. That way you're not disoriented. Mm-hmm. So what, what Zen games could do with this is if you tilt the table too much, then they could have the fan cave, you know, go to black or just fade away. So that way you're not disoriented by the yeah. surrounding area being like sideways.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I, I, I honestly, like the neck complaints is like how I deal with it personally is when I, when I, cause I, I actually normally play when I'm sitting, I don't, I try standing and I just couldn't. Yeah. I, I like sitting when I'm playing this thing. But uh, what I do is I actually sit up, lean forward a bit, hold my Oculus button so that it resets the orientation and it brings the table up more. And then I lean back and it's more kind of like, not like I'm not eye line with the table, but it's definitely higher up. And that actually helps me out a lot. And so I, th- I think a good way to kind of get around the neck problem is possibly to add in just a manual adjuster as to how high you want the table because I find sometimes just depending on how tall you are like maybe maybe that also might play into it I'm not too sure how it judges like your size in yeah. the scale of yeah how big you are as a a player but uh, in the game but I mean it's it's like I find for me like I'm just whenever I launch a table right away, I have to look directly down my chin like almost touches my, my oh, wow. neck and and that's where the flippers are and i'm like okay this is a little low like it's a little yeah. like small like i I'll, i need to bring it up more and they there's no way to manually adjust the height of the table so it would be nice to for them to do that yeah. because i keep on having to force it with the orientation thing um and the default orientation just doesn't work for me so
0: but even, even with all that said i'm still really impressed with this game like i've played it a lot more than I ever thought I would just cause Oh yeah,
2: yeah, totally. It's, yeah.
0: it's beyond all the fan cave stuff. Just the actual pinball is actually really fun yep. and really well, well put together.
2: Yeah, definitely. Like, I, I, I think that's, yeah, that's, that's super, that's the way I would put it too. I mean like as many things as I want out of this game still like there's a few minor gripes. I mean like the ATSD outside and the speeder bike collectible are actually not lifelike to scale. Uh, it's like are they really? Like, yeah, they're not. It's like minor gripes. I'm like, like. What about on, the Java? It. Is that Java to scale? The Java, I don't know. Actually, it looks more to scale than the ATSD does. But yeah, that's true. The that, that ATSD it, is pretty small outside the front it, yeah, door. and the Speeder feels like it was like a like made for a for a a toddler on <laughs> one of those electric little toy vehicles. You know, it looks like something like that. The Java could be bigger. I think. Just based on my own memory good. as to her, him next to Leia, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just overthinking. Like how much detail they really need to put into this thing. But it would be cool to see if they did that. Um, and uh, I mean, one thing that's that I I do I do have to say about it. I find being in VR, our field of view is not very big, right? It's not it's yeah. not as as good as real life. I find that the LED screen that they have on the back of the table can sometimes be a little—it's um, so easy to miss stuff. On I there. wish
0: I wish that was bigger, definitely. Because yeah. you have you have this tall backboard, and a lot of it is most of it, ninety percent of it is just a graphic, uh, yeah. like a. A painting, and I'm like, why not utilize more of that for the for the LED screen where you're getting all your information, your score, uh, your missions that you're supposed to try to do. Mm -hmm. They, I definitely agree with that.
2: Yeah, I feel like it would be, or even just anything to indicate that it's like, hey, look at the screen or whatever, (laughs) you know, some sort of pop up, right? Like, like I think they just need better pop ups for directing players as to how to use the table while they're playing. It's like something something new is showing up on the screen like there should be a little arrow that's just like you know indicating you to like look up there or whatever for just a quick second and and uh you know that and and just tutorials for the tables i found that i've tried to understand how the table's teaching me how to play and i still just can't like i need a visual reference of like a ball going through the thing to show me like yeah the right, arrows right. just don't don't work for me. Yeah.
0: Right now the tutorials are just like text that you read flipping yeah. through menus and I'm like, like a manual. Yeah. Like I'd want <laughs> like having a little walkthrough. Like, hey, this is like like it could be a little little cutscene where they show you mm-hmm. the table, like, hey, try like these are the main goals and yeah. obviously they don't they may not want to spoil everything. There could be little hidden surprises that you discover, but at least give right. you the basics, like
2: Yeah yeah but actually speaking of surprises though because that's that's kind of only the last complaint i have but as far as this game is with surprises there has been many things because i didn't watch any reviews when i bought it mm-hmm. i just bought it like day one boom and then just you know i tried it and there's so many things on these tables that are like oh like and this thing pops out and yeah you know, <laughs> or, or some ship takes off and flies away it's like that's so cool and And, you know, I think like that's that's what makes this such a cool experience, because like, yeah, it's pinball, but it's virtual reality, which means that they can do some things that a real pinball table can't do. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's where like the real opportunity presents itself to make it even better in a different sort of way, if that makes any sense. Um, But there's so much potential here and I've really enjoyed playing it. And, uh, you know, you've you've enjoyed playing it quite a bit, but it would be it would be great to see a little more come out of it uh, in the future kind of thing so
0: i'm curious if they're ever gonna um with the oculus quest you could do hand tracking where you're not using yeah. controllers you're just using your fingers i'm wondering if that this is a game that they could possibly add that to and you're just pinching your hands to hit yeah the
2: yeah i'm kind of wondering about I, like, I actually thought about that uh when i was thinking of like what to say about this game tonight and um and then i played the hand I, i've got i don't know uh, have you played the um is it hand labs or hand labs? Yeah, I have not, yeah,
0: but I heard that's very frustrating.
2: It's very frustrating. And, and so I have this experience. I also have the, uh, the wizards hand tracking game, mm-hmm. which is also you can use controllers, but they have a hand tracking update for it. It's just anytime that hand tracking, aside from being like, Oh, I'm going to hit the power button and turn off my headset. Boom, done. Um, aside from that and the quick little things, I, I, I never choose my own hand tracking, weirdly enough, over the controllers, even though I thought I would. When just I too, the much, too much lag there. It's just too much lag. It's just still, yeah, it's just not perfect. You know, like I, I don't think the camera hand tracking is as good as it could be unless it had full external trackers as well or yeah. something like that. I don't know. There, 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 there's got to be a ways to improve it. And uh, did you ever play the uh actually this is an experience that i forgot to leave out of our list of star wars vr list but there's the secrets of the empire experience. i've never got
0: to do that one the one okay. in, i think it's
2: in anaheim yeah yeah it's the one at um the void it's yeah. a it's like a virtual reality experience place you, you know you pay uh, you know a decent chunk of money to go in for like 45 minutes and do this thing but it's very very cool and you put on a full suit it's like got the helmet with the headset and you wear like a a full vest with the computer built into the backpack, and you know all that stuff. But it's it's got full body tracking in every room that you walk through because like you know it it, it tracks your arms and your and your legs and just absolutely everything about this experience is like done with uh, with these I guess depth sensing cameras or whatever. But there's enough of them that it actually works really really well, and and then. I, I, reached over, I think the craziest thing for me when I did this experience was like, it's like, wow, I can't believe this is actually like a thing. And then uh, I walked into this room where, where, uh, you have to kind of gear up because you're, you know, you're infiltrating an Imperial base on Mustafar. It's Vader's palace, Vader's castle. And, uh, you go into this barracks area where there's blasters lined up along the wall. And, uh, there's this indication by one of the, comms in your ear or something like that that you know you gotta pick up a weapon or whatever it's before we move on and you know we have to blend in and stuff and uh i'm just like there's no way and like i reach out and grab this blaster and actually take this blaster physically in my hand i can feel it's there but visually i'm looking at a like dc 11 or um, yeah or sorry an e11 blaster rifle you know stormtrooper style and i'm like there's no way and then you know i press the trigger it squeezes and everything like that And all my 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 hands are tracking all this stuff and so we're just going nuts with these blasters in this like room and you know shooting the ceiling and like boom boom (laughs) like dual wield and as soon as that happens of course an alarm goes off and like then everything goes wrong because i think they expect the players to do that yeah and so it just reacts to you know our reaction playing the game we only did it once so i don't know if that's that that's the same for everybody but uh it was so cool and i just remember thinking like this is next level gaming right here you know and uh, such a sought after experience but to have a 400 hundred dollar or so headset that even has a function to track your hands as not useful as it is half the time it's still pretty cool yeah. and like even if it isn't like a primary way to play a game like this I would still love to see them try it because they can, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? I would even
0: like, like what you're talking about with the tactile feedback, I would like to see, and I know some people have built their own, but I'd like to see a a controller that's shaped like a little mini pinball table, like with the little flipper buttons on the side. And yeah, yeah. um, That'd be something cool to go with if They're going to continue doing more virtual reality pinball games. Like,
2: yeah, that'd be cool too. I mean, or is you know if anyone's listening out there who's good with uh, with just 3D prints or designs or anything like that, you could even do it out of cardboard. But even just a way to put in your Oculus controllers or your VR controllers into something that allowed those triggers to kind of stick out on the sides where you could then oh, yeah, press them. Like you know, it's just a, a hacky way of doing it, but it it just kind of mimics it a little better, right? And uh, you know, it's it's some people are so smart when it comes to that. Just uh I, I saw one video of some guy who played Star Wars Squadrons and he r- rigged up an entire flight stick and everything to a Xbox controller with like elastics and pieces of wood that he'd like trimmed and cut and everything like that. It was crazy. It was this very elaborate thing all hooked up to an Xbox controller. I was like, that is nuts. <laughs> uh, like I'm like oh, wow. Like that's that's some that's some next level thinking right there uh so you know it would be cool to see something like that you know online if anyone got creative with uh with peripherals for virtual pinball but yeah (laughs) it's a cool game man it's a cool game like i've I've been enjoying it a lot and uh you know looking forward to beating more of your high scores (laughs) (laughs) i i I appreciate the challenge like it, it pushes me to do better. <laughs> well, uh, as a long-time VR user like myself, do you have any last words to say about this game? I, I recommend it. It's It definitely has some room
0: for improvement, but if anybody likes Star Wars and they like pinball, then it's, I would say give it a shot. Like, sweet.
2: All right, man. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, we'll have you again in the future for some DLC on uh, Tales from a Galaxy's Edge, perhaps, or something like that.
0: Thanks for having me.
2: All right, guys, thanks for tuning into the show. And thank you again to Dan for coming on and uh, spending some time with me chatting about this game. He's a good friend of mine. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's always nice to have uh, have good people on the show and, and just have a good Star Wars chat and everything like that. I, I, I enjoy doing that. And, uh, you know, I know it's uh, it's it's at the end of the day, this entire concept of a podcast literally came from just lengthy conversations with friends about Star Wars. And then the follow-up question as to, man, we should have recorded that. That would have been interesting for other people to listen to as well. So uh, <laughs> hopefully we're still nailing that goal for you guys. And, uh, you know, we'd love to know your thoughts on it, as well as your thoughts on Star Wars Pinball VR. So feel free to send in an email at swescapepodcast@gmail.com. gmail.com. Our Twitter is at swescapepodcast, as well as our Instagram and our SpeakPipe address is in the description below. Feel free to leave a voicemail there. And uh, you can also send in a voice memo via email to our inbox and uh, we'd love to hear your voice. And uh, if it's relevant, we'll definitely play it on the show as well in uh, upcoming episodes. So feel free to do that. We've got What Happened episodes coming up on the show for Saw Guerrera, Tarkin, Echo. I mean, there, there's so many that we're gonna do And I mentioned a few last week as well, so stay tuned for all those. They're coming eventually, as well as our reviews for The Bad Batch on a weekly basis going forward with Blake. And stay tuned for our possible after show with Diego called The Bad Batch Talk coming later this year. May the Force be with you guys, and we'll see you next time on Star Wars Escape Pod.